You're listening to Up to Speed with your host Nariad on SNAM Radio Channel 145. I'm going to be talking about Formula 1, also known as F1, mostly known as one of the world's most hardest, fastest race with the fastest cars and the most skilled drivers ever known to man. I'm going to bring you up to speed on Formula 1. Formula 1 didn't start as Formula 1. It just started as rich people racing their cars across the Grand Prix. In 1946, F1 was Ford first defined. FIA was born. The FIA is pretty much the rule set of Formula 1, telling what's the rules or what should be allowed during races. Its first rule set was a standard 2.5 liter engine should be placed into the car. At the time, cars would be long, skinny, and practical with an engine in the front of the, dri- of the driver. With drivers only wearing small protection as the only protection they used was a leather hat and goggles to protect them from the wind. Cars would be able to go as fast as 100 miles per hour or more. At those speeds, Formula 1 was a death trap to the drivers and to the spectators since there was no boundaries between cars and the spectators at the track. Such as in 1961, the Italian Grand Prix at Monza was known to be one of the worst days in Formula 1 history as 15 spectators were killed and also the leading title contender Wolfgang von Trips was also killed. That same day, many many were injured and many died, including racers and spectators. And started the more safety F1 racing tracks as we know it, with boundaries more harder and more safer for the racers and spectators themselves. Although there was more safety added to the F1 sport, there were still more fatalities to come with it, such as the most beloved F1 racer to ever be known in the F1 history, Ayrton Senna. Senna was a racer for the McLaren team and was close to being a fourth title champion driver in F1. He was also known as to be the best driver in F1 to be ever race. Ayrton Senna was killed in the racing track on May 1, 1994. The Brazilian Formula 1 driver was killed after the his car accident into the concrete barrier in San Marino Grand Prix at the Autodromo Enzo Edano Ferrari in Italia. His death was one of the most well-known deaths in Formula 1 since it hit very heavily to many people. He will, he will be one of the drivers to help out Brazil in the toughest time by donating a lot and looking after the community. He will be known as a nice gentleman 
but a good racer into Formula One. After his death, more improvements were added to safety in the Formula One vehicles, such as more stronger materials to be built into the car, such as carbon fiber, which is lighter than any metal, but stronger than any metal. Of course, with him being a big significant to the McLaren team, McLaren themselves made a car named after him, called the Senna, and had a statue made out of him. It will be a long time since there will be a fatal accident in F1, since the safety has been improved. But with safety being improved, speed and durability was improved as well. What could have led to death back then could have led, could now lead to simple things such as a broken arm, broken rib, or a less lethal blow to the body. Mainly because of the fact that the chair is connected to the body of the car at all times, no matter what. And to take out the driver, a second, a second person will need to unbuckle his seatbelt and not the driver. That way the driver won't be able to unbuckle it middle of the race and get into an accident. But not only was the car improved, but also the tracks that the cars were racing has improved over the time over the time. Back then there were no walls to protect the drivers and the spectators in a collision. Nowadays there will be tires, specified concrete that will stop any vehicle at high speeds, and steel reinforcement walls to protect the spectators. With all of this combined, this led to many drivers going all at it in the racetrack to see who's better and make rivalries over time such as Nicky Lauda and James Hunt, which we will be talking to in the next segment. And with that, we'll be back right after these short commercials on Slam Radio Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, got the, you forgot that. Just the two of us. Oh, the two of us. We're building castles in the sky, just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I get it. Your desk has been there for you holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. 
but maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. Welcome back to Up to Speed on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145, where we previously talked about the history of F1, one of the most fastest and skilled motorsports to be known in the world, with drivers that help those around the world. Cars going over 200 miles per hour and facing more G-force than an astronaut. Cars producing more downforce than any other car in the world. And it being the m- able to go faster than a plane taking off. With millions of people tuning in to see rivals fight for the championship. Such as Nicky Lauda and uh, James Hunt. Nicky Lauda wasn't known as a good looking person. But instead as a determined, bright-headed individual. But on the other hand, James Hunt was known to be a playboy-type person with multiple girlfriends. But with that image of him, it was soon to be changed as soon as he gets on the track, since he was one of the few that would not care to die to be the fastest person in the track. But Nicky Lauda had a different perspective into the racing scene, since he would be scared of dying ever since he started racing and go-karting. Nicky Lauda was born on February 22, 1949, and James Hunt was born on August 29, 1947. Both had a passion of racing at a young age, starting at age 7 and 8. At a young age, they were racing and go-karting and were atop of their class. They were soon to be met in Formula 3, where they were the first time will meet and have a ri- rivalry start. In May 2, 1976, it was the first time James Hunt and Nicky Lotto were ever racing the track. James Hunt took the win over Nicky Lotto at the Spanish Grand Prix that day. Since James Hunt span hit Nicky Lotto in the back causing him to spin out and lose the race. But from that day on, both had a rivalry so strong it will soon make history. James Hunt began his racing career in the touring car racing. Hunt progressed into the Formula 3 where he would soon meet Nicky Lauda. 
and attracted the attention of the Husky racing team and soon became under their wing. Hunt was a reckless action packed type racer where he would, he would race to the death or race for the win. James Hunt earned his nickname Hunt the Shunt as shunt in the British motor racing term means crash. James Hunt joined Formula One in 1973, driving a March 731 in the Husky racing team. He went on to win for the, res for the Husky racing team. in both championship and non-championship racing. But the Husky team was... The Husky team will soon go out of business since they will have no advertisement on the vehicle and no money for to be sponsored. James Hill will soon be joining the McLaren team at the end of 1975. In his first year with McLaren, he won the 1976 World Drivers' Championship and remained with the team for further two years. With all that success, he soon moved to the whip team in the early 1979. Soon after, he would not be able to finish any more races. Hunt has retired from driving halfway through the 1979 season. After retiring, he was soon to be a racing commentator for the BBC. On June 15, 1993, he died of a heart attack at his home in Wellington. He was only 45 years old and has passed away due to a heart effect attack. When Nicky Lotto was in the Formula 3 season racing for for a team that didn't appreciate, appreciate him enough as he said. He soon bought his way into Formula 2 in 1971 because of his family disapproval he had an ongoing feud with them over his racing ambitions and abandoned contact with his whole family. With the family disapproval, he had no money to buy his, his way into Formula 1 or 2, so he had to loan a bank. And so he took out a loan and bought his way into the March team in Formula 2. With his impressive skills, he was quickly promoted to the F1 team, but drove for March in F1 and F2 in 1972. Although the F2 cars were good, Nicky Lauda impressed the March principal Robin Hurd in the 1972 F1 season 
After his success with the March team, he was soon quickly noticed by the Ferrari team. The March team was going out of business, and so Ferrari had regrouped completely under his teammate Luca di Montelazzo in 1974, but the team's fate in the little-known Lauda was quickly rewarded by the second-place finish and debut race in the racing team, meaning he was signed into the Ferrari team with his teammate. Niki Lauda will soon have an amazing racing career. With all the success, he would soon have a tragic accident in the Nürburgring, mostly known as the most dangerous racetrack in the world. He had third-degree burns for his whole body. He had to get a skin graft for his whole face. Meanwhile, this James Hunt was losing the F1 championship. But at the time, Nicky Lauda had surgeries after surgeries and couldn't race for the next three to four weeks. When he fully healed, he attended the next race with expectations of winning the Grand Prix. Instead, he qualified to be in fourth place at the starting grid. At the beginning, he had no intentions of winning since he knew he wasn't fast enough with his injuries in his face. But at the end of the race, James Hunt lost the race and Nicolato came in the swift third, fourth place showing the world that even with injuries he is still the fastest in F1 history. Later this season, as the race continued, James Hunt was neck on neck with Nicky Lauda in the Japanese Grand Prix, the last race for the season. He was only behind by a few points and if Nicky Lauda had messed up. If James Hunt was a fifth place or higher, he would have won the Grand Prix and the championship. That same day, it was raining. Nicky Lauda never liked the rain sent after his accident. So he decided to give up and let James Hunt win the race. With him winning the race, he also won the world championship, making him champion of the world for the first time. This will be said in history in F1 to be the best rivalry ever to come to F1. Setting in stone Ferrari and McLaren to be one of the greatest teams to ever be. More on that in the next segment. We'll be back.
shortly after these short breaks on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. I mean, really, it really comes down to... I'm going to make an apologist image for you, bro, because everything that I say, you say, oh, but LeBron had to do this, and he had to jump over a car. Isn't LeBron the king? Can LeBron jump over the Empire State Building? He probably could, but why would he do it? But why doesn't he jump over the Empire State Building to win a slam dunk contest? Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. No losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. There's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And um, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, that, that all they can do is direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Welcome back to Up to Speed with your host, Myriad, on Slam Sirius XM, channel 145, where we previously talked about, about James Hunt and Nicky Lauda and the amazing races they had together such as Nicky Lauda's accident in the Norberg ring, leading him to have a large burn in his face and injuries to his ribs, lungs, and body. And even with all those injuries, he had the courage to continue racing for Ferrari and Formula One and go against James Hunt for the world championship. And meanwhile, all of that, James Hunt, was able to rack up points for the world championship during Nikolauta in the hospital. And it all came close to the last race in Japan for the world championship. It was a rainy day and Nikolauta was scared to race, forcing him to leave the race and let James Hunt race. At the end, James Hunt came in fifth place, meaning that he won the world championship by one point to Nikolauta. Setting history in Formula One forever to somebody losing the world championship to 
a other person by one point. With drivers being competing for the world championship, constructors and companies are also competing for a championship. And recently in the lead, Mercedes, Ferrari, and McLaren are fighting for the cup. But this all started all the way back from when the companies were first invented into Formula One history. Such as Mercedes. Before the Second World War, Mercedes had competed in a championship in Europe, winning three titles, and with that, making a team in Formula One in 1954. When they first started, they first started winning race after race with the driver Juan Manuel Fangio and won the first year that they debuted in Formula One in 1954 for the Drivers' Championship and repeated and repeated the same success in 1955. But after winning two championships for drivers, Mercedes got out of the race in Formula One after 1955 in Le Mans, greatest accident killing many people for Mercedes return to Formula One as an engineer, as an engine manufacturer. With that engine, the company won one of the constructors titles and three drivers titles and works with the partnership with McLaren, which lasted until 2009. In 2005, Mercedes finally came back with an official team called the Mercedes AMG High Performance Powertrains. With the help of famous driver Lewis Hamilton, they were able to win construction, constructors, titles, and driver titles, and still do it till this day. Another great team in Formula One is known to be one of the most successful oldest companies to stay in Formula One, Ferrari. Ferrari was first found by Enzo Ferrari and first raced in Formula One in 1950 in the Monaco Grand Prix. Throughout the years, Fer Ferrari has dominated the game, winning over many teams such as Mercedes, McLaren, and more, and also brought us one of the most greatest drivers to be known to men, such as Nicky Lauda, Michael Schumacher, and Kimi Raikkonen, with all having a successful career in Formula One. The greatest driver to come out of Ferrari is Michael Schumacher, joining the team in 1996. He has won Ferrari five constructors driver titles in 72 Grand Prix for the team. But Ferrari lately has been falling a little bit behind, being third in the construction title right before McLaren and Mercedes. But hopefully with the new drivers, Charles Lerlock, they will be able to win some constructor title and driver title. Now going to another team, McLaren. McLaren started F1 in 1966 in the Monaco Grand Prix and was founded by Bruce McLaren. The McLaren Formula One team had a lot of people, a lot of companies 
build their engines such as Ford, Alfa Romeo, Honda, and Mercedes. But with all of that, it still doesn't compete with the drivers. One of the greatest drivers to ever come out of Formula 1 was in the McLaren team, Ayrton Senna. But with his untimely death, it shocked the world and McLaren team itself. But not only Ayrton Senna was the was one of the most successful drivers in that team, but also Nicky Lauda and Prost. All of them having rivalry, all of them being rivals against each other. McLaren isn't really known to be the best team, but known to have the best drivers, such as right now having the youngest driver in the F1 series, Lando Norris, and also having Red Bull is one of the greatest drivers to be known, Daniel Ricciardo. As of right now, McLaren is beating Ferrari, one of the most successful companies in Formula 1, but is behind in second place to Mercedes. With all of that aside, many people will choose over Mercedes, Ferrari, or McLaren and have a debate for who's better in Formula 1. In my opinion, Ferrari will be better than any other team. They've been there the longest and had a successful career with many drivers to come out of it. But we will never know who will be better in Formula 1. Thank you for listening to Slam Radio Sirius XM Channel 145. I am your host, Nariad, with Up to Speed, and goodbye.